Hey everyone, this is Aaron and Juwan and you're listening to Wellness for Real People. This show is for people who are on the go, busy, and looking for ways to live their best lives. We focus on wellness topics in mindfulness, exercise, diet, and sleep, and share quick actionable tactics to improve your health and wellness. We're not perfect, but we're trying to get a little better each day. Let's grow on this journey together. Hey everybody, welcome to another episode of Wellness for Real People. Juwan and Aaron here, and we're discussing an article today from the Harvard Health uh, Publishing from the Harvard Medical School Journal. And essentially what we're looking into is five numbers linked to the ideal heart health. This is an article by Julie Corliss, executive editor at Harvard Heart Letter. So definitely someone that has a lot of expertise uh, in, in exploring the topics of heart disease and heart health. And so what we're going to talk about today are kind of the five most important numbers that can give you a good idea of how healthy your heart is. So blood pressure, blood sugar, cholesterol, and triglyceride levels, as well as weight circumference um, to get into it. So really this one kind of, um, you know, made me take a look and a step back at looking at my numbers and how my heart health numbers stack up and really trying to identify where I stand with things. And it's, it's a good kind of metric and a measurement to have, right? Because there's so many different pieces of advice you get. Um, it's almost like you just need to put something more tangible to it, a number to it. It's like, you got to, yes, exercise, yes, diet, yes. But, you know, ultimately like our heart controls everything. And so just really trying to see that these key numbers are in alignment with where you need to be is a good way to kind of check your overall health. Of course, it's not a guarantee, but it's a much better indicator of overall health. So the first one up is blood pressure. And the article says that anything less than 120 over 80 is kind of in a good range. And typically, you know, what really impacts that is going to be, you know, your overall lifestyle in terms of like, you know, what you're eating, what you're doing, um, you know, if you're uh, constantly stressed, uh, if you're having a sedentary lifestyle, like all these things kind of lead into it. So really what matters here is like trying to lower that blood uh, blood pressure level. And some of the things that they recommend that can help are diet, you know, like vegetables, fruits, beans, uh, all these things, and trying to minimize some of the bad stuff, right? Like meats, alcohol, um, and some of the other things that we know are just definitely not good for us because when you, you know, go in excess in those things, it kind of encourages a buildup of fatty plaques, and, you know, all of that kind of really gets the heart's um, blood pumpers enlarged and, and kind of like pumping at a higher level than you need it to. And if anything gets blocked or there's a uh, burst blood vessel, that can lead to a stroke, right? Which we know is, you know, something that can be uh, catastrophic. So blood pressure uh, is one of those indicators and something you typically check when you go to your doctor, but something you can check on your own too and something to keep an eye on because if your blood pressure is constantly above that 120 over 80 range is uh, definitely an indicator of some concerns there. Yeah. Um, yeah. Definitely want to chime in there. I think it's definitely something that's really, really important. And, um, you know, something that re- directly re- relates to me and my journey. Right. So, mm-hmm. that, you know, I've had high blood pressure since I was a kid, actually. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and so they never could really ever figure out exactly why that was the case. But, um, you know, my doctor made it a point to say, you know, at a certain point, like, look, man, you really need to get this under control and do what you can through, you know, exercise, diet and lifestyle. That's really, really important. But, you know, it got to a point for me where they're like, well, let's go ahead and get you on some medicine Mm -hmm. um, so that we can help control this and really keep it down. Um, 
you know, so to 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 help hopefully preserve your health for for the long term. And so I just want to throw that in there. Like, you know, we talk about the things like that you mentioned, right? The, the diet rich in potassium, um, you know, lowering your sodium and you know, the lifestyle piece that's really, really important, all those factors that are in your control. But then sometimes there's things that are maybe out of your control. Some of genetic too, right? Yeah, like, yeah. yeah, there's like these genetic factors that it's like you know, if you don't control these other things, like that extra layer of that genetic factor just accelerates anything like bad coming in, right? It's yeah, just, exactly. yeah, exactly. But, the, you know, then people will say, some people will say, okay, well, now I got this magic pill that, okay, it's going to lower the, you know, blood pressure. Okay, now I can just go back to doing whatever I want, right? And it's just, yeah, it's like, it's not, it's like you mentioned, it's not either one or the other. It's really sometimes both and, but that lifestyle piece really, really is, is important. Um, you know, no matter what, 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 what medications you're on. And so, um, yeah, that, that, uh, really important first one, that blood pressure. Yeah. Um, the second metric that they uh, discussed was LDL cortisol levels. Uh, they recommend less than 70 milligrams over deciliters. And, you know, really when we're talking about that, um, the doctors are really concerned about those levels, uh, particularly, you know, because they can cause, um, an excess of lodge in, inside of your art, artery walls. Um, and then once they're engulfed by white blood cells, they kind of form fat laden foam cells. And, you know, overall that can really slow things up for your heart and have some negative impacts. They recommend limiting saturated fats, again, meat, dairy, and eggs. I thought that one was interesting because, you know, you typically hear eggs is a good thing, uh, but I guess, you know, I guess you, in excess, right. Or, or if you're don't have everything else in check, like those things can be detrimental to you. Uh, they recommend replacing those lost calories with unsaturated fats from nuts, seeds, and different vegetable oils. So something to think about there too, like there might be ways you can replace some of the dairy with maybe plant-based products, uh, eggs, the same thing, right. Or, or meat in general too. I think it's easy to just fall into the trap of like, yes, I love like red meat, bacon, all that good stuff. It's just not good for your LDL levels overall. It's something to watch out for. Yeah. 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 As much as I love bacon, I gotta, I gotta, yes, yes. It's just, it's so interesting, man. Like when I was looking at this article and we were talking earlier, it's just, understanding your levels. A lot of the times now we can kind of get that information from our doctors and keep track of it in apps and things like that. And so I have like health apps and things that are connected to um, my doctor. So I can see like after I do a blood test where my levels are at and where I need to make adjustments. And so it's just really powerful to understand like these numbers and where you're at. And they oftentimes give you a medium of where you sit in, in the spectrum. And so you say, okay, maybe I can work a little bit more here, work a little bit more there on, you know, exercise and, and getting up and being less sedentary, or I can cut back on some things on the diet side, or I need to manage my stress level. So it's just kind of amazing now that you can put some numbers to it to really target where you need to, to focus and hit some things. Um, yeah, I agree. Oh, good. Sorry. <laughs> Go ahead. And you know, as a as someone who's very goal oriented, and you you talked about this right at the, at the top of the of the show, right? Just having a number to to look at and to shoot for and to aim for and to beat, right? Makes like makes all the difference. Uh, you know, you know, for me, and in terms of helping me stay motivated. Um, yeah, and so I agree with you. Just really powerful to have have some clarity around some of these things and, and, and know what we can actually do to try to move the needle. 
on, on some of these things. It's very easy to get overwhelmed or frustrated, right? But um, I love that the article, the author talks about just a few, you know, helpful ideas and tips for each of these areas where we can, you know, make some some adjustments and some changes to hopefully, um, you know, continue to move things in the right direction. Totally. Um, and then number three was uh, triglycerides. And so the recommendation is for your number to be less than 150 milligrams over deciliters. Um, you know, they say a lot of times like triglycerides are kind of a little bit less well known than cholesterol, uh, but they still form fat in the bloodstream. And so typically this comes from excess calories, alcohol and sugar um, in the body. Um, that can't be used. They're turning to just triglycerides and stored in fat cells. And why that matters is because elevated levels of triglycerides have been linked to higher risk of heart attack and stroke, right? So when you see that level spiking beyond 150, that's when it's a concern. And so when I was looking at my own numbers, it was getting a little bit high. Like I was getting in like the 145 range and I was like, oh man, like I got to cut back on some things, right? So cut back on the sugar, cut back on some of these bad foods that are unhealthy or high in fat and trying to switch to something more like fish, right? Or, or um, you know, kind of having a more of a seafood-based diet instead of so much of a meat-based diet. And then cutting back on alcohol, you know, like in Colorado, we have great local beers, but it's just one of those things where you got to just limit it and try to avoid it as much as possible because just over-consuming definitely can elevate those levels and lead to some heart risks. Yeah. So the next one uh, that they mentioned in the article, the author mentioned is uh, blood sugar. And the target there is uh, less than 100 milligrams per deciliter of fasting. So they talk about, you know, um, how, um, you know, blood sugar, high blood sugar is related to heart health. Um, and, you know, uh, high blood sugar really defines the diagnosis of, of diabetes. And they say type two diabetes is most common. And it occurs when the body develops an insulin resistance and does not produce enough insulin to overcome that uh, resistance. And so, you know, uh, you know, um, when diabetes is not uh, maintain or under control, um, it can cause some really, really, really uh, scary uh, health uh, impacts. And, you know, I have, uh, you know, stories and a history of that and some members of my family. So something's very scary and de definitely want to manage uh, that very closely. Um, but, uh, you know, it can certainly, uh, tr you know, form help to in the formation of, you know, blood cl of clots, which can trigger, you um, uh, uh, a heart attack or a stroke. Um, and so uh, they talk about what helps with uh, kind of managing the blood sugar. They say avoid sugary beverages, foods high in uh, sugar, eating whole unprocessed grains instead of, and, 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 um, and instead of foods made with really refined grains like white flour or white rice. So um, those are some, some, uh, some, some, tips that they that they offer and I know that's a big thing uh you know in our country and culture specifically right that's just like the hidden sugar in just about everything, everything. that we consume every delicious pasta food. rice dish you just uh, yeah yeah um, yeah and, and a lot of the processed foods that we get from the you know these wonderful foods that we love to eat from the you know from the grocery store that but you know 
part of the way that they improve the flavor of a lot of these, you know, foods is you know, I just put a little sugar in there. It's not any, it's not terrible in any one thing, but it's just like when it's everything that, you know, when every little thing that you eat, it, it can add up very quickly over time. So it's something we have to be really, really um, mindful of and, uh, and, and aware of and, and try to manage that, uh, you know, appropriately. Um, so uh, that was the fourth, uh, uh, measure that they talked about in the article. And then the last one was weight circumference. So the target here is whichever number is lower, less than half of your height in inches, or for women, less than 35 inches, and for men, less than 40 inches. And so they they say in order to you know measure your weight circumference properly, they say measure your waist around your bare abdomen, just above your belly button. Um, and they talk about, you know, when you have a big belly or what uh, doctors may call ab uh, uh, abdominal or visceral obesity, it usually means fat surrounding the internal organs. And why that matters to for heart health is that visceral fat secretes hormones and other factors that may encourage inflammation, which can trigger the release of white, you know, blood cells involved in atherosclerosis. Sorry, I can't say that five times fast, but uh, um, yeah. Uh, so what helps with, with this, uh, um, you know, uh, one, just consuming fewer calories, especially those from highly processed foods, you know, full of sugar, salt, and uh, unhealthy types of fat. So a lot of the things we just talked about, right, the, a lot of those processed foods that we eat. And, um, and so, uh the 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 article closes with some universal advice right to improve all five measures of heart health um they really mention especially focusing on you know excessive weight and weight circumference because it can affect all these other uh uh, measures, right? It can affect blood pressure, LDL, cholesterol, triglycerides, and blood sugar. So if you can get some of that weight down, then it can help across the board with a lot of these other issues. Um, they say, you know, eating a healthy plant-based diet can certainly help. Um, you know, my doctor's really big on the Mediterranean diet, right? And, you know, yeah, we've seen that, yeah, quite a couple of times coming up now. Yeah. 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 You know, and, um, uh, you know, they talk about regular exercise helps in terms of regular exercise. They mention, uh, you know, aim for about 30 minutes of moderate intensity exercise, like a brisk walk for most days. And, you know, other lifestyle uh, habits that can help uh, lower your heart disease risk include getting uh, seven to eight hours of sleep per night and managing your stress level. And that's right in line with, you know, the, the themes of this show, Wellness for Real People. We recognize we're not perfect, right? We're all on our journey trying to get a little bit better every day, um, but really focusing on, you know, that mindfulness, mental health piece, right? That that exercise, that that diet, and and, and that sleep. And so um, those are the things that we that we can do, right? To try to be, be healthy and, you know, have a long, happy, healthy life. And so I thought this was a great article really just talking about, uh, you know, heart health and uh, what to look for, uh, what's important, and then what we can actually do to, 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 to you know, improve our, our heart health. Was there any other last kind of thoughts or aha moments that you wanted to share, Aaron? 
Yeah, no, I think the biggest aha moment for me was just realizing that I'm like firmly in the middle or closer to like the lower side of things on a lot of these numbers. And so it was just kind of a reaffirming that I've definitely made some progress over the last year or two. Um, you know, during the pandemic definitely was a struggle, you know, slacked off quite a bit in a lot of areas. And so now trying to get back into more of a regular routine of exercise and eating better. And so it's just one of those things where it's just like, helps me to realize that having a number to it makes it easier to measure and easier to focus on what you need to do. And, um, you know, it helps when you start to see those numbers come down. Uh, tracking, you know, you don't want to be obsessive about tracking numbers, but, you know, give yourself some time, give yourselves a couple months. And then when you see those numbers come down or if they're going up or whatever direction is, then you can make some changes there. It's not one of those things where you can kind of measure it daily, but just seeing it over time and seeing those numbers either go in a positive or negative direction is kind of help you make some choices and decisions. So I thought this was a good article to kind of help identify in terms of just heart health. There's so many other numbers and factors. Like if you open up your health app, there's like overwhelming things that you can track, but just trying to figure out, like if I'm not going to do everything, what are these five things that are going to keep me alive, right? These are the most important five that are going to help my heart. So, you know, I kind of took that as an aha moment for me is like, you know, yes, you know, don't measure everything, but measure the right things and and try to make impacts on those. Yeah. Yeah. And I guess for me, you know, um, as you were talking, it reminded me of another episode we did. I can't remember exactly which one, but we were talking about the sedentary life, right. And how detrimental that, that, that is. And, um, and so, you know, um, a lot of the tips that they talk about in this article and a lot of the articles that we've discussed on the show is really around the importance of just daily movement as a lifestyle, right? And, and you know, 20, 30 minutes a day, uh, you know, on average and what that can do for for your health, right? Your heart health, mental health, right? Um, and, you know, and so um, that's something that you know, it's free, right? You know, just yeah. <laughs> and walking and you know being a little active, but 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 it can have a tremendous positive impact on our on our well being. And so, you know, I just want to uh, keep that in the forefront of my mind to get up and move as often as I possibly can. And and for 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 you, our audience, I right, just you know want to encourage us all to be more be a little bit more active. Um, and and I think it, you know that that's one thing we can do to help help ourselves and help our hearts. So. Uh, hope you enjoyed the article. We'll link the article in the show notes um, and we'll be back with another uh, a great discussion on wellness for real people in our next episode. If you're getting some value from these episodes, which we certainly hope you are, um, please do uh, uh, um, leave a comment um, and uh, share this with a friend, right? If, if, if you find something helpful, in in our discussion, um, you know, share it with somebody that could use this information, and because we want to spread this positive information, um, this healthy lifestyle, and 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 try to help us all live healthier lives. So um, yeah, please do share uh, sharing is caring. So we appreciate you, and we'll be back with another episode soon. Thanks, everybody.